pretty much the basic way of explaining yeah. our prequel memes. Okay, so this has been our podcast. This is it. <laughs> we just review memes daily. I have a little. I have a little opening here. I, w- I, I I'd like to say it. Okay. Can I say it? I guess so. In the heat of the investigative pursuit, the shortest distance between two points is not necessarily a straight line. Welcome to the Basement Buds. The Basement Buds. Hey. Welcome, music lovers of all ages. The Basement Buds, where we are a few buds who talk about music way too much. Because we're buds. Because uh, we're buds. And we're in a basement. And we're in a basement, and we like music. That's pretty meta. We talk production. We talk philosophy. What else do we talk, James? Oh, you know. A bunch all, of things. All kinds you got of it. Socioeconomics. Right? Politics. You know, we don't talk about we that. We talk about. We might. Um, I don't know. We, we deep um, dive into the best new foods out there on the planet. That we don't do. Yep. Um, uh, we're critiquing albums. We're doing, uh, talking about industry things. We're talking about anything under the sun. We're, we're just music lovers. We're talking music. about music. We're all music students, a as you know. Music boys. Shout out to all music students out there. Yes, because we are that, and we are obsessed that, with music. Pretty much. And, so. All right, let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start. Let's, right. This is the first episode. First episode, episode one. I'm so excited. Everybody, I hope snap, everybody watches snap, it. Snap, but farther all away are following. Farther away. Yes, yes. Thank you. For, thank you. I thank hope you'll you. come to love thank us. You. And thank you. Thank you. Friendly nature. <laughs> we shouldn't talk over each other. All right. Um, I'm not talking over anyone. All right. You're talking over me. Let's get into oh, reviewing. Very friendly. So I'm going to read off my screen, my notes. All right. Let's get into reviewing. Okay. Three albums. Today, we do, we're going to do three albums usually every episode. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's our thing. Um, we have another basement bud that will show up every once in a while. His name is uh, Brian Knoll. Basement we should bud Brian. probably introduce ourselves because it's the first one. You're yes. right. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll start we'll with introduce me. Ourselves the chief engineer. Chief audio engineer Kyle Bandilla That's here, a.k.a. B. You can call me that if you want to, but that is me. I'm basement bud B. That's what you'll basement call me. basement bud B. All right. My name is Toph. I'm kind of the... Uh, head discussion leader here yeah unfortunately and i'm the president of the organization uh james Wasawadi, mm-hmm. basement bud james i don't really get um, that joke thank you basement bud james <laughs> 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 all right well that. hold on james give me a little bit of your dry humor he already did we don't I, he basically just did yeah i don't really need give me anymore. give me another joke maybe really want that i don't have i can't do it good joke we're already yep, running thanks. over time yep, all right yep. uh, <laughs> all right next let's get to it um so First you probably album. know the title. We'll probably put all of them in the title mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. our podcast, of our YouTube. This will be uploaded to YouTube as well, so everybody can watch us in our little cute set that we're still making. It'll get beautiful as we get our sponsors and yeah, our maybe, money. Yeah, maybe Just we can kidding. make a little But it will make it set, get beautiful. We can make a little set tour video. Oh, yeah, we'll do some do, fun stuff. Do each little item here and how it was acquired. Some of it has absolutely no story behind it other than that we found it. I bought it at a thrift (laughs) shop, and there's bed bugs on it. (laughs) And if you shop at Goodwill, bed bugs. We're riddled with them. (laughs) All right, let's get into the first one because this has been too long. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. All right, uh, (laughs) uh, we like to talk. We like to joke around here. That's our vibe. All right, let me get in. Let's get into the first one. (laughs) We're gonna start with uh, Igor by Tyler the Creator. And mm-hmm. it's hot button. It's been in the uh, news a lot lately. People love it. People, big album. Yeah. People big album. are into it. It topped at number one it's for his first, a week. first number one, right? His first number one. Tyler Curry's first number one. You know, he's been kind of like that alternative 
a hip hop sound for mm-hmm. a long time, and now he's reached number one. So uh, I'm happy for him. You know, shout out to Odd Future. Even a shout out to Odd Future. Uh, which was his hip hop collective. So uh, I should tell everybody the backgrounds is Big James Wisselwadi is not a hip hop head. No, <laughs> I don't know if that was Kyle yeah. is mm-hmm. or B. Um, That's right. Uh, so we have differing opinions. James isn't really into rock music. Yeah, I mean, I'm your dad rock boy. He's a dad here. rock guy, yeah. which is cool. So we have him here because he's going to give us interesting uh, opinions, opinions from perspectives. It's like if we took a guy from the 1970s who listened to Genesis and then brought him here and said. And we shoveled Travis Scott and, <laughs> and, and Tyler the Creator in his face yeah, and saying, like, explain. Explain, exactly. <laughs> so that's what it is, kind of. But um, uh, K- uh, Yeah, exactly. And Kyle is more into rap, and I like all musics because it's all yeah. just frequencies. <laughs> but the good thing about the Basement Buds is that we all a share an space. appreciation <laughs> Of music here, which yeah. is why we're going to yeah. have some good discussions. Definitely. Some he, good discussions. He's not going to culture vulture this. He's going to be very respectful, right, James? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Um, All right, cool. Let's, so Let's get into Igor it. Igor is the enigmatic, ever-changing rapper, singer, producer, general auteur. I think that's how you pronounce that word. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler, the creator's fifth studio album. Um, everyone seems to change a little bit. Have you... Uh, I, have you listened to every single Tyler the Creator album? Do you know his story? You haven't, I'm sure. Oh, have you? Just about. Yeah. I, um, but not. I haven't deep like I haven't deep dived into like his entire discography and sure. haven't looked up the the meaning and story behind everyone. Yeah. But have you listened to everyone at least cursory? Yeah. Style. Uh, yeah. So I guess I have as well. I couldn't even tell you a song off like. His go- early Goblin or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> um. But uh very early it's a lot different now you know he used to be a homophobic yeah. uh you know literally the polar opposite of what he is yeah. now which is like mm-hmm. a lonely gay man yeah um stylistically definitely different yeah, yeah. definitely oh, yeah um so uh let's get into first impressions okay. we will give scores we're gonna give scores arbitrary number time and music we'll reviews calculate them together but they're super arbitrary and uh if we like bash on your favorite album i'm sorry it's just an opinion. It is just an opinion. That's an and important thing to figure out now. Not like every YouTuber says that. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But ours don't hold any weight, so you shouldn't even care. Yeah, at this all. is yeah. Right. <laughs> every like honestly, we're the basement buds. Yeah. Every album that we talk about, I think you, the viewer, should still check out. Make yeah. your opinion of your own. Figure it out. Agreed. And if you agree with us. Tune in again next week. <laughs> and if you don't, tune in again anyway, please, because yeah, yeah. then we, you can just differ with us in the comments. We need attraction. Oh, my God. <sighs> you put way too much effort into this to not. Any- <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about that. Anyway, um, all right, let's talk about first impressions. So I'm going to give it to Kyle first. Okay. What are your first impressions of Igor by Tyler, the creator? Um, so upon my first listen with Igor, uh, I instantly fell in love with with the style that he was going for i mean again you, we already started seeing this like this type of melodic synth based uh, uh like uh, uh music from yeah. his past project flower boy mm-hmm. so but that was more that was more like that style mixed with hippity hoppity rap let's you know get rapper tyler the creator on this yeah with this it's also one, cleaner yeah definitely with this one we get a different side of tyler the creator we get a different you know we get different vocal style you know yeah. where he has this 
I, but I guess he it was a little bit on Flower Boy too. Yeah, he, I, a little bit. It seems like he's diving deeper into into that style. Like he wants to go like head deep into it. Well, I mean, he sings for most of it. Yeah, he exactly. He doesn't really rap. Uh, there's a couple of verses he raps. That's about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, most of it is just pitch shifted auto tune singing. Yes. Um, actually, but we'll get into that. But yeah, yeah, but. I loved it off the first listen. I mean, the production is what catches your ear first, right? It's like, it's, I mean, it's one of, it's, it's to me, one of his most unique albums that he's put out, if not like yeah, the most unique yeah. one, because it's, it's, I think it's, it's a style now that is so unique to Tyler, the creator. For sure. That it's like, you can't really beat that. So just stylistically, I was already on board with it. Yeah. But then the whole theme of it being like heartbreak you know, falling in love, breaking up, mm-hmm. um, exploring all those themes that I'm kind of a sucker for. I ain't gonna lie, mm-hmm. I love that type He's of stuff, and especially, especially in hip hop, watery, you know, which you know, especially mm-hmm. in hip hop, mm-hmm. when you don't get enough, like uh, you don't see a lot of rappers nowadays, especially that's hitting the chart, like breaking these emotional barriers and and talking about. Um, you know themselves on a personal level and you know so to even just to have that is like a step above like in, in a different realm sure. you know yeah um i mean you get it with yeah. some people but it, i feel like uh to your point like uh the uniqueness it makes his that number one billboard spot yeah exactly even more great because an album like this i mean when he was the rollout for this album was very small mm-hmm. he didn't have a just huge <laughs> campaign i mean if you follow him on instagram he was dropping like weird 30 like, second videos was, yeah, videos with new music but that was it yeah right? and it was just like clips from songs mm-hmm. and you're like what is this this sounds weird i don't know what this is um but uh he got into uh he he just kind of dropped it out of nowhere, yeah. And it hit number one, and uh, an alternative something so uh, you know weird like this hitting yeah, number it, one is awesome. Is great, yeah. even whether you like it or you don't, which we'll get into. Is it's good anyway. Yeah, you know, it it's shows better than the... uh, DJ Khaled. Yes, and even what's more interesting about it is I think it shows like the shift in what you know people are starting to stream nowadays and what you know, younger generation is getting into. Yeah. Well, you know streaming I mean? is a big thing because I think that's what influences it so that's much. what gets it to I number mean, one this at this is point. maybe a topic for another day, but you've heard that Rolling Stone is is creating their own charts for solely for based it. off streaming. Interesting. Yeah. Which I is guess that makes sense, yeah. I think yeah. Billboard should just do that because who buys things anymore? Well, I mean, I do. Rolling Stone has to do it but... because the only way they're going to stay relevant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly. They're pretty irrelevant. This anyway. episode sponsored by Rolling Stone magazine. No, don't yeah. say that. Cut that out. Bleep that. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Your, uh, your first impressions, James. My first impressions. Um, synth. Because yeah. the fr- it literally opens with like a one minute uh, just of just it's about twenty four seconds. Twenty four seconds yeah. of just this monophonic synth line. I, you know, that kind. We'll of talk about the distorted synth, the oh, distorted yeah. bass, because it actually has I feel like a lot of meaning to the album in general. But so, continue. So yeah, I, I wasn't too sure what to expect when it first just kind of, you yeah. know, started out that way. Yeah. But then you know, one or two tracks getting into it, it was like uh, especially the R and B influence. I love. Oh that. yeah, I, a lot. I eat that stuff up. Yeah. It's like yeah, I. <sighs> I don't know. I found What's myself really, really <laughs> make it based. He's posing. Um, so it's like very um, soul inspired for yes. sure. Soul oh, and yeah. R and B. I mean, it's like old school soul. There's a lot of like, but there, I also find there to be a lot of like weird indie rock influences, mm-hmm. alternative 
uh, rock influences, um, weird things like that. I mean, the way he flips, the, there are samples throughout oh. the album, a lot oh, of samples. Yeah. The way he he produced the whole thing himself, the way he flips and produces the samples is amazing. Um, the way he uh, uses features, you notice when you're going through the track list, you can't, there's no oh, feature yeah. names. No. He does. He didn't. He he only released it. Uh, outside of the album what the featured mm -hmm. list is mm -hmm. and he doesn't tell you where any of the the people are except that like Lil Uzi Vert is on Igor theme yeah. and it's like <laughs> why like I don't even you don't even hear them and he doesn't draw attention because he's using I think the features as more of a tool in his yeah, exactly. uh, paint kit you know to paint it, it's it's just like that he's not using them as like clout chasing yeah, it's, it's like here's like, my feature I have Lil Uzi Vert on my album yeah come and check Saba. out Lil Uzi on my album yeah, it's, it's exactly. you know he's on it but it's is not Saba really, on it? I don't know uh, I don't think he is <laughs> um, I've just been seeing their name pop up on features recently uh, it was like Lil Uzi Vert Jack White is on the album of the White Stripes yeah. yes he's mm. on Are We Still Friends he plays well, guitar wasn't he on the okay. last album too? On Fireboy, there's a lot of there's a lot of people on Fireboy. Mm. Yeah, there were a lot of people on Fire. Rex Orange County is on yeah. Fireboy, but it's all, but Jack White is a weird one. Uh, uh, but he plays guitar on Are We Still Friends, um, which is pretty understated actually. It's not like a crazy guitar solo, no. but there's guitar noodling in the it's background. It's there. It's there. He's, he's there. Um, but he's not like the still main. Still gets paid. <laughs> he still gets paid exactly. Yeah, That's go. a good point. <laughs> um, so uh, let's talk about like uh, favorite tracks. I think. So um, I'll start, and my favorite tracks were a lot of them. Yeah, right. But I would say even I, I'd say Igor's theme. Yeah, bring up the checklist. Um, Igor's theme, I think. Uh, New Magic Wand, Puppet, mm. What's Good, Gone Gone slash Thank You, and Are We Still Friends? Those are those are most of them. <laughs> um, I did not put Earthquake in my uh, say. in my thing because mm. I. I think it's actually, to me, one of the weaker tracks, just conceptually, but I think it's a, a pretty song. It was a great single that he released. I understand, like, his idea of releasing it as a single, but mm -hmm. it's not my... Uh it's not a go-to track for me. I don't know. I feel I feel Interesting. out of the loop because everybody seems to love it, and it's like a huge single and it charted and everything. What, uh, Igor's theme? What? Igor's theme? No, Earthquake. Oh. Yeah. You make my earthquake. Oh, we can't sing it. We'll get flagged. Oh, no. Oh, really oh, YouTube, no. don't do it. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> but that is uh, – you get what I mean. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Well, okay. What, what's your favorite tracks, James? Well, see, I'm trying to find it right now, but it seems – All right, Kyle, what's your favorite tracks? <laughs> okay. Favorite favorite um – it's it, it's fairly close to yours, honestly. Uh, yeah, I mean, but but I would put. So I have Igor's theme. Yeah, I think it's like, like a, such a great opener. It's great. Opener. Um, I like that he calls Earthquake. It Igor's theme. I really like. I think. I think it's great. I, I that's that's one of my favorites. I mean, the beat the beat is just so so infectious. Yeah. Um, running out of time. New magic wand. A boy is a gun. And then. I would say Gone, Gone, Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Gone, Gone, Thank You is pretty interesting. I think Gone, yeah. Gone, Thank You is the one that's like almost like a pop rock tune. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> it's like got this uh, acoustic guitar singing. But, it sounds like something yeah, from the 90s Yeah, but at the same time, though, like, like, at the same time, though, it's like you don't like Igor for the specific tracks. You love it for the album, I feel like. Yeah, it's a very but album's we album. We can get into yes. that. Yeah, um, so we'll get but, into... Uh, Jamie's, we need Jamie yeah, boys. Yeah, James, uh, your favorite yes, tracks. all right, I pulled it up. Uh, so it's gonna be Igor's theme. Yeah, uh, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, running out of time. Uh, Puppet, which is my favorite on the album, I think. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, Puppet's uh, really good. What's Agreed. good? Gone, gone. Thank you. And yeah, that's. Is it? That's those are good. I mean, I I agree. Your Puppet didn't land on your list, which I'm surprised because I find Puppet to be the conceptual uh, p 
peak climax yeah. of the story Where he grabs it all album. together well yeah. I, I think there's a there's definitely a story going through it and I find that puppet is the part where uh he's at his I'll get into this later but maybe maybe I'll get into it now but where he's at his lowest which so is, we can discuss uh, uh, first before we discuss the concept yeah. of the album um mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I think is blatantly obvious but I think there's a lot of layers to it yeah. layers to a simple concept which makes it very interesting but uh I do want to discuss the character of Igor himself and mm-hmm. what that means to Tyler. So um, I kind of want to get your guys' opinion on why do you think... It's called uh, Igor. Why it's called Igor and um, why it is... Why uh, he gave himself a persona. Why he's a character and not himself, really. I mean, the whole thing is like it's all in this character's Igor mm-hmm. um, theme. So what do you think about that? Anybody have an opinion? <laughs> it's okay if you don't. Well, no. okay. Well, so for me, I mean, what stood out to the most to me is thinking about um, Igor's character, like, as the fictional character that already exists. In the Frankenstein? Yes, in the Frankenstein Frankenstein story. Mm -hmm. um, Being, what, the assistant to to Dr. Frankenstein, that's that's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, With the ultimate creation being uh, Frankenstein's monster, right? Sure. So to me, it was always like, Igor, Igor's character is like the sidekick, the side character, the person that's there from the beginning, yeah. but is not the significant one. It's sure. not where where it's like the relationship is between Frankens, Doctor Frankenstein, and Frankenstein's monster, and that's the story that everyone thinks about is is focused upon. Yeah, and I think it's and part of it is like I that mean, in some of the lyrics, the bitch. yeah, exactly, and that <laughs> Igor right. is that Igor is the third wheel. Exactly, and well, and that's exactly level, well. That seems like the, the the story arc too. Sure. That, yeah. Yeah, in parts of the parts of the album, right? Sure. Where he talks about, oh, he like he's with this girl, and, like he's with this girl, you know, and like that she's taking him away from me, you know what I mean? Where like Frankenstein's monster takes up Doctor Frankenstein. I mean, yeah. to, it's that's his creation. That's what he wants. Yeah, sure. But Igor is just from the side. He's just he's just there, and that's I guess that's the blanket statement explanation of what I can think yeah. of. I mean, well, that, it's it, you know, it may be a come down to a thing of like he also did it because of um, feeling, uh, you, you know, artists take on identities side yeah. identities especially rappers and you know people have been doing it David Bowie did it you mm-hmm. know over every album he changes uh, an identity a character he would give himself a character and I think there's a fundamental obvious th- reason why artists do that um, to give themselves mm-hmm. space between themselves between and the them character and yeah, yeah so they don't have to feel um, exactly um, so you can write about an idea, but you're not attached to it. Exactly, as attached to it. And yeah. I do not know. Maybe this is something that it has ex- Tyler has experienced. Mm-hmm. Very, like the story is very. But he didn't want to be the one. Maybe he wanted to mask it, you know, and uh, to mask it through this character of Igor. Igor yeah. yeah. Instead of be like, oh, this is me, and this happened to me, you know, mm-hmm. like when Beyonce says Becky with the good hair or something. Not like that, because she's singing as Beyonce. Mm-hmm. This is much more of a you know writing it into like a musical painting or a poem you know yeah. yeah it's 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 you don't write from yourself but he is really i mean i think i think some of this must have happened to him i mean there's some, yeah. there's such there's but such like, a yeah. individualistic uh and i just i think by putting it into a character too yeah. it makes it easier for the listen listener to connect with you know what tyler's talking about you know like putting yourself in like almost the character shoes as opposed to like 
you know, thinking like Tyler, the creator, you know what I mean? I feel like by creating a character, you automatically put yourself in like a story that you can fit yourself into. Sure. Yeah, of course. Um, I think Tyler is uh, definitely, um, I have this theory. Here's my theory on the album. Uh, I do think there are two characters of Igor. Mm. I think there's the, um, I don't know if you've seen any of the music videos, or you've seen the one, if you've seen any of the snippets of him wearing like the Andy Warhol wig. Oh, the wig? Yeah. And, and yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah, and yeah. then I've he dances that. weird. So yeah. I think there's two characters. There's like, you, we get like this kind of raw one on the mm-hmm. cover. Like the cover is this one with the weird, uh, the head shaven and this like kind of dark figure, yeah. almost mm-hmm. like a, a, you know, a creepy, darker, weirder um, uh, figure you don't want to see in an alleyway Mm. and then there's the Andy Warhol which is the one the artist the you know the person turning it to art and I kind of have this idea that there's this kind of dichotomy that he's drawing Mm -hmm. um, between this soulful artist uh, who turns his pain into culture art everything like that and uh, into his creative output and then the other character the other side to it is the raw um anger and the raw side mm. that he can't actually get rid of to put into art i mean that's my like philosophical idea of that there's that that layer to it um mm. i think uh i th- i i came up with a thing i mean we can get into production in a second second because the the production is awesome yeah. oh yeah um i think it's one of the best parts of the album definitely one of the best and parts and i think the pro- one of the reasons why the production is so effective is it is musical painting just to a straight level where he is doing things like I think that raw energy that I just discussed is like each song has layers to it and literally the instruments that he's using are layers of his emotions. Mm. So like the bass, distorted bass is that anger, you know, and it's always there. It's in every track. Mm-hmm. I should tell you that. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, yeah. But the distorted bass makes an appearance in every track in different amounts. Yeah. So, but there's always that anger. There's always a resentment to, oh, to, sure, yeah. to, the, to the person. But I think how he layers it, you know, some tracks are just all that anger. Mm. You know, like New Magic Wand comes in and it's heavy and it's just... Uh, that's the, definitely the anger, anger. track. That, well, that's where I think he realizes, I think the character realizes... Um, What's happening. Yeah, how he's, you being know... Being affected. How he's being affected, exactly. Um, I do want to... This is random and uh, kind of a digression, but... That's fine. Playboy Cardi's... Uh, I kind of want to discuss Playboy Cardi's verse. Oh, can we please discuss that? <laughs> you Do you actually know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about because I looked it up immediately because I was like, who is this? Off which track is it on again? Igor's theme. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, Earthquake. Earthquake. Earthquake, yeah. Um, yeah okay, that's what I thought. Um, uh, I... Uh, why is it the only feature on the entire album that's actually number one kind of a feature? The only one. The only one. Everything else is kind of he blends it in. Like mm-hmm. they just sing a quick spot. You know, Lil Uzi Vert will do this or this will do this. Um, you know, Santa Gold will sing a quick part at the end of this song. Oh, yeah. Jack White will play a little guitar. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? I just don't. I don't really know why he chose Playboy Cardi's verse to be the only, only one. And he doesn't. He just says, uh, whatever. He just he just does a Playboy Cardi verse. He just does like a regular. I tell you straight, I did not like it. Yeah, they took me way out of the song. I was like, wow, like what is this? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't go. This does not mesh with everything else. The only other highlight feature that I think meshes well is Kanye. He's mm. on Puppet. Mm-hmm. Kanye's mm-hmm. on Puppet, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I think that's incredible. I think Kanye plays a character in the album's story. I think um, Playboy, Cordy, 
Playboy Cardi is literally th there. He, just there, I, just there to be there. The idea might have been that he's there for um, like the early falling in love stages of this breakup. You know, the mm -hmm. early like of uh, don't leave. Like he's kind of the. Uh, you know, because it's not distorted there. It's yeah. all happy. Mm. We're in the happy section, at least sort of. There's there's this kind of obsession, this kind of longing there that gets expanded on throughout the album. But I think the happier maybe yeah, maybe Fleabag Party is just like one of his bros, or it know? just represents yeah, or just represents the general mood of like general you know, mood. like being a little bit cockier, you know, a little exactly. bit more fun loving. I don't know, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he just comes in. Yeah. It's crazy, and um, uh, I don't know. What Playboy Cardi thought when he was probably like, "Cool, I'll get money." But the I mean, um, honestly, pretty much though, uh, I, I actually kind of like Playboy Cardi, but I don't yeah. know. He probably dug like the the concept and everything. He's like, probably. "Yeah." <laughs> I just don't understand what the uh, what the goal was from Tyler, but I don't want to count it. Almost, I understand why you would count it as a negative, but I don't know if I would count it as a negative towards my like thinking of the album because I just don't understand it enough. Mm -hmm. It didn't take me out. I just don't get it, and I feel like there is something to get maybe eventually. But like, uh, I think it's uh, I don't have a uh, like a get. Yeah, on. there may, there may not even be a deeper meaning behind it or anything other than that. Oh, Tyler just wanted to work with Playboy Cardi. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's a fan. He's you a know, fan. Tyler's a fan of exactly. Cardi. So I mean, um, he likes that stuff. Just very, very well. Just thought the, the the his voice could work well on it. Honestly, I didn't mind the feature at all. Like I, I you know, I think his voice works well on it. That's what I mean. Like, I think I, lyrically I, it doesn't make sense. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but then again, with, the, with his in, like, his inflection on the the words, it doesn't. It, you, it feels like he doesn't even want you to understand. I mean, it's, it's interesting to hear. It. No, no. Yeah, he, I know. Want, he, he wants you to vibe. Yeah, you know, he wants you to vibe out. To um, you gotta hit. Uh, okay, for that. Just pause. Oh. Don't worry, the audio will uh, be fine. It's okay. It's 20%, right? Yeah. Still going? Sweet. Yeah, we're going. Cool. Anyway, a little technical hiccup. It's all right, we'll cut it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we won't cut it out in the audio for the podcast, but we'll cut it Oh, wait, it hold on. Right? Let's clap again then. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. All right, um, let's we continue. We really need to do that. I don't nope. think it stopped the audio. Well, the just, a, well just I, a, I get it. What, it's a 20%, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. 20% will last us a long time. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Um, high-tech stuff. Yeah, high-tech stuff. We're recording with... Uh, Killed an iPhone. Oh, no, we said it. <laughs> they all We're know. We're recording with oh, a Nikon I... D90 camera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is one right there. But Editing with Adobe After Effects. It's, it's, talk about it. it's yeah. being used. Uh, anyway, did that clap was too hot? <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't matter, though. Okay. Um, so... Yes. I got. We talked about features of instru as instruments. Playboy Cardi. And we everything. talked about the production, and I talked told you about the different layers of production mm -hmm. representing the layers of his emotional like output during each track. Yeah. And I think it, it uh, it's slowly. So let me look at the track list real quick because mm -hmm. I think uh, the uh, track list is very important. The way he structures the album yes. is one of the most important parts, and that's why it's not really like a singles album. Like no. oh yeah. This it's, song bops. It's pieced together yeah, very, yeah, it's very together. precisely, like mm. like Denzel Curry's taboo. Exactly, it's it's purposely moved in a way, mm -hmm. um, uh, obviously because it's a very concept conceptual album. Um, but I think we have um, Earthquake is he crushes on the person, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think is uh, you're falling in love. 
right? Uh, exactly what you run from, you end up chasing is a little, it's a little aside from a snippet. Um, I'm not sure what interview that's from. Yeah. It's from something. It's not him. It plays throughout some, the He plays little yeah, yeah. pieces of it, and I like how it works in it. Yeah. It works exactly. Running out of time feels like he has to make the move. You know what I mean? Um, and then things like New Magic Wand and A Boy is a Gun is where he realizes that it's, it's not going to happen. It's not happening, and, and the longing and the obsession comes in. Mm-hmm. And I think Puppet is easily – I think it's the climax yeah. because I think it's where he reaches the lowest point. He realizes yeah. it's not going to happen. Like, he realized that he would do anything for it to happen, but he, he knows in his heart that it's impossible. And uh, It's just that like complete falling in love stage with someone that you can't have. That you, you can't know? have. He it's realizes just, it's just impossible. Yeah. And he's the, – the, his significant other is moving on to some something else and he's not going to get it and uh the, the i think puppet is really like you know it's really sh- it's a powerful song i think it's yeah. really destructive i think it's the the apex of the thing i think the kanye feature is awesome it's very kanye mm-hmm. and when that even even so Seriously. simple the the synthesizer the very simple synth lead and the um still screams kanye yeah a lot of the album screams kanye because of the soul the, uh, sampling and, and the sense uh, and, yeah, everything. and the sense and everything mm-hmm. um and then we have uh, what's good is kind of like is is his first steps towards a um, <laughs> stop like is his first steps towards uh, recovery, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, gone gone and thank you is when he realizes Acceptance. is accepting. Yeah. And and I don't love you anymore is the realization. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I don't love you anymore is the realization. Obviously, that he doesn't. That's a pretty surface level. And Just make sure that it's interesting. I kind of want to talk about like, uh, I kind of want to talk about "Are We Still Friends?" Like ending it with that. Number mm-hmm. one, I think it's an awesome song. Oh I think yeah, the musicality of "Are We Still Friends" is awesome. I think it's one of my favorite as almost like a single. It's like yeah, it's a great. It feels like it can apply. It's applicable to other things than you really think it is. Um, but uh, the decision to end it with "Are We Still Friends" is kind of interesting. Like, what do you think about that? I mean, it makes sense to me, right? Because it's like. Um, it's it, it's like a come full circle type moment, you know, where it's like yeah. it's like he acts he, he he accepts the position that he's in, but he still can't but let still, go a little bit. Yeah, but still, <laughs> it's not fully accepted. Yeah. right? It's still like I want to be in your life. I still like you. I still enjoy. I your just company. don't love you anymore. Yeah, but it's like, can we still be friends? You know. Yeah. And it's almost like understanding that like what he was doing and how the the position that he was putting himself in, or the character at least was destructive to like himself but also the, the, the potentially the relationship that he formed with this person with this friend you know and it's just ending it on this question mark of like you know at the end of every relationship that you go through or or mess up or don't ever get you know it's always that question at the end like is this person still going to be in my life is this person still existent in my future yeah. or is that is that it you know it's just a question mark yeah, I think that's. I, I Which think is why it's the only one that has a question mark. It is the only yeah. one that has a question mark. That's a good point. You know, I didn't really notice that, but he, it's uh, definitely a question mark, and it almost ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, I think as simple as this is, one of my favorite parts is when he says, uh, "I don't want to end the season on a bad episode." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Towards yeah. the end of uh, when but, he uh, when he screams it. And even the funnier thing is that like it, it <laughs> that that idea too plays into like this cyclical nature of love and like what he I think what he's trying to go it's like it ends with are we still friends and then just goes right back to Igor's theme it just goes right back into falling in love again I see cycling through again it's like almost a, it's a that's cycle that's an interesting that point that I haven't thought about that like the a cycle, cycle. Did this book end? 
That it's bookend. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it, mm-hmm. it comes back around. That it's not really a uh, an ending to his suffering or his, his, his falling in love. That love is always just gonna suck. Love sucks and, yeah. and um, have that cycle. You know? Yeah, you're always gonna be on the outside of something. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of really good like storyline based on like themes and stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think conceptually it's a great track. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I think I guess one of the reasons why I didn't put you didn't put Earthquake on your fave tracks, right? Uh, you didn't. No, I did not. Yeah, no. because of Playboy Cardi. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's kind of uh, my. That's not that really took me sort out of, of my lot. thing too. I think the song is just like the weakest. I Fair don't know enough. why. Um, uh, just seems like the most single heavy. Like they just wanted to pump it yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, it's a great it's little tune. Songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great little tune, uh, but uh, Puppet definitely my favorite. Um, all right, like closing remarks yeah. on this album before we give it our scores, and everybody hates us. Go okay. ahead, James. You can go first. Um, closing remarks. Hmm. Because I think I started with Kyle, right? Um, yeah. yeah, you should probably start with. No, no. no first impression oh. with Kyle. You go oh, first. Now, okay. Sure. <laughs> um, I'll tell you. Um, I like the album quite a lot. It's not usually um the kind of music that I would normally sit down and listen to, but um. Out of everything, especially, I would say um, the R&B influence. I yeah. love that yeah. stuff. I really. I mean, it's really, not really, really a hip hop album. No, he actually not. coming into it, he asked people to not refer to it as a hip hop album. Yeah. He said to just let it be it, what it is, music. Yeah. It really, um, it really like it. It when barely you apply, is. When you apply labels <laughs> and stuff like that, yeah. yeah I, I, but it has Playboy Cardi. <laughs> there you go. There, there's a rap hip hop tag. I mean, he yeah. raps a couple verses, but um, not much. Yeah. There's some great lines, and he, he's uh, some some of the verses are awesome. Like, uh, what's the one? Where, uh, I don't even know what song it's on, but he because it kind of blends together, mm-hmm. which is purposeful. Yes. But um, like Dracula, 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 like uh, suck me off first, and I'll get back yeah, to you yeah, or yeah. whatever. Like, uh, there's some interesting things. Uh, um, oh wait, can we talk about the production on this album? Because it's yeah, we, we, it's gorgeous. We have a little bit, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. As yeah, but closing sure. remarks. Yeah, um, talk to us about it. I think this that the, the whole just the way everything is blended together, it's it just it, it creates this really. There's a real lo-fi aesthetic. Yes, to it. and it creates this this beautiful sound that's just like. Um, yeah, there's a jazz element to it. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. And you know, I I, I kind of understand the whole thing of don't call this a hip hop album. Yeah, it's like I really it's hard to find the exact words to exactly describe the sound of it exactly and what how it's done is. and everything. But yeah, it's, I mean the crackling. I, I played some of this for my mom actually, and the crackling uh, of the a lot of those lo-fi drum samples mm-hmm. that he was just like pummeling in from old records and stuff that mm-hmm. he would just use as the the backbone to his songs. You know, so there is that hip hop element of the production where he takes a drum sample, you know, and he builds a song out of it. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, hip hop producers have been doing that since the beginning, but uh, it's done in such his way, mm-hmm. and it's done like where it's almost like maybe we shouldn't even call this hip hop anymore. Let's just let it be. Um, let's just call it music. Yeah, let's just it is music. I mean, we'd like to we'd like to have it be like that like genres die, but they won't. Yeah, they um won't. they never a lot of artists want that and it's if like anything a, the genres are only going to grow. <laughs> yeah. It's like an ambitious uh, very ambitious goal is to break down genre literally mm-hmm. so people won't call yourself something and to make your own genre. Yeah, exactly. Artist. Um so I mean, but this is very solely him. Mm-hmm. If yeah. somebody does something like this, it is Tyler's sound. You know, yeah. like, oh, they're just trying to do Tyler's sound, which is could be cool, but you know it's his sound. Yeah. Like, it's not like a thing. It's not any more of that stuff where it's like, 
Oh, uh, well, this fits into this bracket or that. Yeah, bracket. exactly. You know, it's kind of uh, just a big hodgepodge. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, it's just what he loves. Yeah. It's the musical stylings he loves. Some of it is hip hop. Some of it is hardcore. Some of it is uh, rock. And some of it is R&B, soul, jazz. Mm-hmm. There's all that stuff on it. You know, uh, pop. Very, a lot of pop influences, like 90s pop. Everything. Finding the synthesizers especially. Yeah. 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 And, but, and it's a lot of lo-fi. There's a lot of analog feeling on it, yeah, too. Yeah. Nice. Um, and the samples are done very well. Um, it's just a very inspired album. We should talk before you close remarks, uh, Kyle, um, about his vocal. Um, he's not the best singer. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a very beautiful, uh, purposeful thing that mm-hmm. I love is that he's not the best singer, but he sings anyway. Well, did you see the one song? He, uh, he wrote it for Justin Bieber and Justin Bieber turned it down. And no. he had just the scratch track of his like vocals. Yeah, he had like the the, the track of his vocals um, singing it, and he just decided to keep it. And I think that's like yeah, the backbone for the whole album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. Well, which track was that? Lo-fi you know? aesthetic. See you again. Um, that's what that it, is. Well, he just sings it. It's it's it then becomes his character, mm-hmm. and he does that high voice, you know. And sometimes he does his low regular voice, and I think that goes back to my dichotomy point yeah. of two characters. Mm-hmm. There's uh, you know the vocalist. Um, the artist, and then there's that somebody who just really needs to vent. It's that person who yeah. needs to r- release his pain. But I, I definitely think that he was able to um, to work in his vocals very well for for like not being able to sing, like still be able to. Because I mean, the important thing, obviously, in like when you can't sing, you just have to make sure that people feel what you're saying. Then yeah. you just have to make sure that you put on the emotion, put on the character, whatever you're doing, you're trying to put on, like you have to own it like completely. Yeah. And that's just like oh, right boy. up Tyler's album, uh, right up Tyler's alley. You know what I mean? Where he can just own it and just be like, yeah, this is, I don't care what you think of it, how, how my abilities are. Yeah. Like, this is what I feel. All right. For are, sure. You ready for this? Yeah. Earthquake was oh, originally, was, that's was originally was supposed guess. to be Justin Bieber and Rihanna. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Interesting. I was going to guess it was that. Instead of Tyler and Playboy Cardi, <laughs> <laughs> the, the perfect, the, 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 the doppelgangers. Uh-huh. The doppelgangers of each one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tyler, Rihanna, Justin <laughs> Bieber, and Playboy Cardi. <laughs> yeah, they were close enough. <laughs> um, all right, Kyle, uh, your closing remarks. Yeah, um, I mean, we, we, we talked about a lot of the things already. Um, I just think that it's, it's an, like through and through just an amazing album. You know where it comes together so cohesively and it's like you immediately and it doesn't do anything to over explain it doesn't do anything to overstay to welcome every track feels like it goes into each other nicely it doesn't feel like there's any too long of a track right and stylistically it's unique enough but also it's like unique enough but also you're not surprised that it's on pop charts mm-hmm. you're not surprised that it's up there because there's some elements to everything that i think a lot of people can connect to yeah. and connect with and on top and then it's just like layered with so many different things like the the arc the story the character that it's just like you can you have it it's like a an album for multiple listeners right where you have someone who is picky about the the concept and about the cohesiveness of the album then you have you know maybe it's not directly you know for like single listeners and like you know playlist lurkers yeah like i'm putting a playlist you know? although i i i but some but earthquake yeah like some i the think songs, there are a couple I songs that i would disagree still, yeah i i, I still I, I put follow it. um yeah but i think like you said if you're listening to it for a concept you can't no of course <laughs> not. Yeah. yeah 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 but it's still like it's 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 beautifully put together the production's amazing his vocal style is awesome. 
he's his character is really well put together he's still young and naive sounding and and fresh to the ears can i can i add one one comment to the uh what's called the playlist thing we're talking about just a moment ago um i something i just thought about now i think it's really interesting is you take an album like the wall for example right Mm -hmm. and you have all the you have these yes you have these songs that um you have these songs that are i don't know um there's some no continue go ahead about them go ahead um What's it called? So if you have something like that and you have these singles like like songs like Hey You Uncomfortably Numb that sure. play on the radio all the time. Of course. Um, if you listen to the album enough, the first thing you the first thing you think is, okay, I'm ready for the next song in the album. I'm ready for the progression in the storyline. Yeah. But I feel like with this one, everything sounds so cohesive that yeah. you can throw it in a playlist and it doesn't really matter yeah. all that much yes. because you can still you can still get your enjoyment out of it either way. Yeah. And I think that's that's important yeah. to something. Well, there's like, this. like what to Kyle's point is that there's something. Uh, to everything so for playlist makers it does work because I think that like what James was saying is the production is so Mm -hmm. beautiful I think uh, musically it's just a good song writing I think think there's songwriting I mean it's just almost classic songwriting timeless songwriting ideas you know that like Elton John timeless Mm -hmm. songwriting that'll never die so Mm -hmm. I do think this is will be a classic album I think maybe you know it's it, it could be a classic um it's not like a classic hip hop album, but I don't know. It could just be like a people's uh, one people remember. Yeah, I think I agree. I, I hope I hope so at least. Um, I mean, it's it, it hit number one. Yeah. A, and is one yeah. of the most unique albums I think. It's number to, one in a while. To, to, yeah, to have hit it in a while. So I think I think that's good to show that it's like people are going to be listening to this for a while and have high hopes for for Tyler's and, uh, you know career because at this point with where he's going he can go. He can go in any, any direction he wants now. Yeah, like he we'll can see. he can keep going in the the sad boy hours. Yeah, I love I love you things. Or he can go back to old Tyler and just drop a mixtape and screaming at people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. I would love it. Um, by the way, uh, Rihanna and Justin Bieber, boy, you guys missed out. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, you should have been on there. Shout out to you two. <laughs> I hope they're watching. <laughs> oh, they, they texted me. They're oh, all they about the basement buds. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Arbitrary scores. Arbitrary scores. Yes. Arbitrary scores. Um, uh, James, you can start. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. That's good, good number. I understand. Is the earthquake come from Playboy Cardi the reason it didn't go higher? I don't know. It's just a few things. Like, I mean, one, of course, subjectively, it's not exactly you know what your I, style. Yes. Yeah, stop. You're gonna get us copyrighted. <laughs> I'm changing the melody. Not really. No, not <laughs> I don't think you can. Just don't even use the lyrics. Anyway. <laughs> But, um, no, I, I was thinking about this before. It's, like, there's not really any, like, anything where I'm, like, here nor there about it. It's just, like, I really enjoyed it. Um, there it's a good f- listen. Yes. Um, and besides that one that one feature, there's nothing I can really complain about. You wouldn't say, just, yeah, there's no negatives per se. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. And just overall, that's kind of just where I felt it landed. Right? Yeah. Right. No. You know? Makes sense to me. Yep. I yep, get yep, it. Yep, yep, now yep, what yep, about yep, you, yep. Kyle? Well, I'm gonna go ahead and give this a nine out of ten. Um, okay. It's it's one of my favorite projects that I've listened to this year. Yeah. Um, I just think it's again. I just think it's a unique album that kind of stands on its own, and it's like one of those albums that I can go back to constantly. And also, again, because I'm a sucker for love stuff, it's something that I know that I'll connect with and and keep loving for like a long time. So yeah, I mean, I think one of the hardest things to do is take a timeless story. 
um, and, make and you actually make it and actually revamp it, it mm-hmm. instead yeah. of do it the same way it's been done for hundreds of years. Like definitely, in movies, they do it, oh, like yeah. remaking Aladdin. I mean, they remade it and it's bad um, because it's just a remake of Aladdin with an extra songs, I guess, that are bad. Um, that's my opinion, though. <laughs> I have uh, something wrong, Kyle? No, 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 we're good. Um, but uh, I think that holds a special place i think to do something like that so i'd probably give it like a 9.5 it's Mm -hmm. burgeoning on a 10 i know i just need to figure it out a little bit more and i might even give it a 10 but i just when it becomes a classic yeah we'll review it yeah exactly maybe it'll grow on me um that 0.5 um but they're just numbers i have a hard time giving tens out it's oh tens are hard weird yeah Yeah, i know it feels weird because you're saying it's oh it's It's arbitrary we can't we can't give it a critique yeah well everyone's 10 means something different exactly that's a big thing so you know and 10 doesn't necessarily to, mean perfection so that's a really good review because if we calculate that that's a nine yeah uh well almost it's it's 8.5 it's, no, no it's, it's, like no, it's 8. Nine. it would be nine. seven we're just gonna say no say it's nine it's like 8.7 because you yeah. did eight nine i did 9.5 um so if you did 8.5 it would have been all right basin buds we give you tyler creators igor a nine. Pretty close, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least somewhere around right, there. We'll ride up. We'll yeah. ride We're going to call our audience the basement buds. Woo! Yeah, our basement buddies. Yeah, the buddies. Yeah, you are our basement buddies. Buddies bud unite. <laughs> buddies unite. Okay. All right. How are we sending this out? How are we sending this out? <laughs> just say, don't hurt me. Well, we'll be, oh, we'll continue the podcast. Just, Woo! just, uh, Woo! oh, jeez. Oh, I hope Hi, that bees! doesn't send the audience.